Welcome back. That's insane. That's insane. Locker Room Ladies Season 3. Let's get after it. Let's get after it. We have big things coming in 2023. Oh my name's Maddie. My name's Charlotte Payne. This is Locker Room Ladies. Go Canes. Welcome back to Locker Room Ladies. Thank you guys so much for joining us again on February 9th, 2023. My name is Charlotte Payne. I'm Maddie. I'm another year older since we've last yes, talked to you guys. Are. And I got to see Charlotte again in person because she came down to Miami and it was yep. so much fun and we had mm-hmm. the best time. And I got to meet the one, the only Emily Mariotti in person for the first time, believe it or not. Friend of the show. You sure did. Friend of the show. It was very exciting. It was so fun. So nice to be in Florida for the weekend too. I wish that, I mean, every time I go there, I say to myself, why did I leave? And then I get home and I'm, oh, this is, I, my family's here. I like it. <laughs> but man, is it nice to just be in the sun? I was on the beach and Maddie's office is a couple blocks away. And I'm like, oh my God, you work? <laughs> like as if I've never like also lived there. <laughs> Sometimes but my office you, is the beach. You never, it depends on the day. It is. It is. But it's depends different going to college. Going to college there and working there has got to be different, right? Like, it's just a different situation. Totally. It's just different. If you know, you know. If you don't, sorry. Anyway, moving on. Everybody, we have a very exciting episode in store for you. It's our Super Bowl preview with a little bit of sprinkle of a couple other things. Super Bowl pregame, if you will. It's our Super Bowl tailgate. Situation. I love that. Tailgate. Yes. And Maddie, as we continue our Black History Month celebrations, we have another very special locker room lady to share today. Maddie, take it away. Well, this one's extra special. And I know we always say that our locker room ladies are special because they all are, but this one's nickname is actually Special K. So she's got it in the nickname. Her name is Kalina Smith, and she is only 13 years old. Charlotte, not only is she 13 years old, she is a basketball star. She can beat the boys. She can beat the girls. She is an absolute basketball sensation. She already has three college offers and she's not even in high school yet. So that's pretty impressive. If you ask me, one of those offers is from the University of Kentucky. So maybe she'll be taking the special K to UK. I don't know. We'll see Charlotte. That would be good for the brand. Maddie, it it kind of reminds me of a young Lisa Leslie in high school when she put up 101 points in the first two quarters in the first half of a high school game. I mean, that's crazy. I could see our girl Special K coming in and making some amazing statements in this sport. And she reminds me a lot of Lisa Leslie. I love that. I can't wait to watch. I can't wait to see what she's going to do. I mean, like already having college offers in middle school is pretty wild. Crazy. So, I mean, we're still, I think in her bio on Instagram, she has like class of 2027, which is just crazy to think about. That is nuts. She is from... Paris, California, not Paris, France. Oui. Yes. Oui. And she plays Je point. point. <laughs> what that's she, all I know. Sorry. She plays point guard. <laughs> so I think we'll definitely be seeing a lot more of her. And I'm excited to follow her journey. I mean, she has the confidence, she has the talent. We just need to see where she goes, where she ends up. I'm excited and I'm rooting for her. And Maddie, another person who everybody was rooting for the other night, this week, LeBron James made history, NBA history, as the all-time leading scorer. 
Maddie, I want to know your story of watching this happen live. We both watched this happen live. And it was one of those sports events where you just had to tune in. What, what was the story for you? So I'll be falling asleep on the couch. I've been, this has happened the past few nights. I'll fall asleep on the couch when I watch TV. And then my boyfriend will wake me up like when he's ready to actually go to bed and like move me to the bed. Like, Hello, it's time for bed. Right. Yeah. So last night, and sometimes it's like, I don't remember this at all. And I just like, wake up the next morning and he says that I said wild things or crazy things because I never know what's going on when I'm half asleep. I'm a very heavy sleeper. Would would love to know what you say in those moments. Sometimes he takes videos so I can have him send them to you. (laughs) Sometimes they're pretty funny. But last night, I actually woke up and was like pretty awake. So I, we went into our room and he was like, hang on, LeBron is about to, I think he's going to do it. And so he turns on the game and we're watching it together. And I really was not expecting to feel as emotional or as excited as I did when I was watching it because, you know, like the NBA is not my favorite professional sport. Like I definitely would consider myself more of a football girl, hockey, baseball, like the NBA is out of the big four is probably ranks number four, which I mean, not to say I don't like it at all, but but I just don't grow up with a team. I mean, there wasn't a team in Pittsburgh. Right. I didn't grow up rooting for an NBA team. So I I just less interested than I am in some other sports. Right. Makes sense. So I didn't think like it would be that impactful to me. And I seriously, it was one of the coolest moments I've ever seen in sports. It was just like time stopped. They quite literally stopped literally the entire stopped. game. You know, those, those, they happen very few and far between those moments where you're like, I'm watching history unfold. Like, yes, there are very few moments, but there are like big key things. Like yes. I'm sure people who like lived through the moon landing had that one, you know, like there are things that happen right. that you're like, right. Right. I'm living through history right now. Like people are going to talk about this moment and where you were when you were watching it. I felt that as it was happening. And I was just such yes. a cool moment. Uh, and we'll talk, we'll talk more about reactions to it, but let, let me hear your watching experience. So I was not I as as you are, I don't know what I'm saying. Just like you, I am was I did not grow up a major basketball fan. I have developed that. I I have acquired a taste for it. But I was more of a you're more of a college basketball girl now, love even college too. Basketball. Yeah, love same. college basketball. So I turned on the uh, I turned on the game late, but I'll get to that. Last night, well, when we're recording this on a Wednesday, it was a Tuesday night when it happened. The biggest event on TV that was happening was the Real Housewives of New Jersey <laughs> return with a brand new season. So Emily and I were over watching the, you know, a much a long awaited return of the New Jersey Housewives to our television screens. And after it ended, we obviously watched Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. <laughs> and so we're tired at the end of the night and we're ha- we, we ended up, we had a sleepover or whatever. And Andrew texts me, he goes, he's two away. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I have to turn this on. Like, I I have to turn this game on. And I pulled it up on my phone on Hulu really quick. And Emily and I watched it like this on my phone. And I don't even have contacts and I can't I don't have vision. So I'm watching super close. (laughs) And he hits it. And we were both like, oh, my God, we got the chills. It was this weird thing where we're not LeBron fans. We're not really NBA fans. And. We're both so excited about this. And then Maddie and I had a little back and forth. And it was so funny to hear from two people, three people with Emily, who were not really into LeBron or the NBA as much as we probably should be. But 
we all were very excited to see this. And it was right. I just think like the moment was bigger than the team that you root for, the sport right. itself. Like Charlotte, the sport you root for even. Yeah, I, I said when we were when we were getting our, our notes together for this episode that I I didn't even know who won that game. Like because it doesn't <laughs> matter. Like it did exactly. not matter whatsoever. The Lakers ended up losing that game, but guess what? Like those Lakers are probably happier than they've ever been for a loss because Wait. no one is going to look back on that night and That's think and remember whether they won or lost for real because it really? just it transcended this season it was just like a moment for the history books and this record the record that he broke was almost 40 years old so we don't know if this record is ever going to get broken i mean that's the crazy thing like i'm i literally have goosebumps right now just talking about it i literally have goosebumps right now just talking about it because it it is just such a huge milestone it really is. And another crazy thing that I just remembered as I was watching it, and I really only tuned in for a couple minutes and then I watched the presentation, but um, it was funny. And this would only jump out to a Miami Hurricanes fan probably, <laughs> but the announcers were you know going over the game and, and it was happening and it was right before he hit, his, hit the record breaker. Um, I forgot that Lonnie Walker plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> Obviously, he played at Miami, and he was, like, yes. one of the Miami greats. And so when I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, go Canes! Whatever <laughs> I hear. I was like, oh, my God. So he will now have that. And also, Coach oh, L wow. has a connection to a, Kareem uh, Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, he played against him at Madison Square Garden. So... You can always tie it back to the U. Tie it back to you, Miami. <laughs> but I love that. That's so. I mean, that was a special moment for every single person in that building, and especially we've talked about it with like the guys like Tom Brady and even the Sidney Crosby's. I just read an article about how there are players in the NHL that played in the All Star game with him that grew yeah. up as a Crosby fan, wanting to use all the equipment that Crosby used, and now they're playing uh-huh. in the All Star game with him. He's one yeah. of those sports figures that there are guys that grew up wanting to be LeBron, and some of those guys on that court probably grew up idolizing him and now they just watched him break this all-time record record. like it's so special and charlotte just a little bit of uh some fun facts for you so kareem abdul-jabbar became the all-time nba scoring leader on april 5th 1984 so almost 40 years ago LeBron James is 38. He was born eight months after Kareem Abdul-Jabbar got the all-time scoring title. So this record is quite literally a lifelong legacy. Like this record was longstanding for longer than LeBron has been alive. So it's just so wild, the magnitude of what he did there. And like, just no one ever thought this would ever get broken. No. And... Just to quote King James himself, <laughs> fuck man. Like, it was just so That's cool. And, <laughs> right, right. But I mean, LeBron is just one of those figures. I mean, there's always the org- argument like MJ versus LeBron versus who's the greatest athlete. Is it Serena? Is it LeBron? Is it Brady? Like, there, there's always, he's in that conversation of right. people right. will and debate he whether he's the greatest. There are people that are Remember. on one side or the other and will debate it forever. But I really think this puts him in that conversation as the all-time oh. greatest. It, I, Maddie, I would even take it a step further and say it does make him the greatest because he literally, by definition of the leader in scoring, he is the greatest, at least in that category. And I 
am not as big of a LeBron fan. And honestly, I I wouldn't go as far to say I'm a LeBron hater. I just think it's funny to hate on him because people who love him will defend him to the death. And it's I think like that the top alone, it's like any any yeah. one who's the best or the goat, if you will. And, and definitely they both pass the goat totally, test. LeBron totally. undoubtedly passes the goat test. Our locker room ladies trademarked goat test. <laughs> right. It's it's easy to to dislike them because they have such diehard fans that will defend exactly. them no matter exactly. what. So I and can see, you know, know. and that's I can dislike you know. them, but it's just like easy to challenge them and to just yeah. not like, if you're not a fan, just to see them as like, oh, you know, like they're a good player, but, but I and really feel like this did really, solidify him as like the argument gets stronger really and stronger did. for LeBron every day that he plays. It did. And when the announcers said that kid from Akron, just became the NBA's all-time leading scorer. It really makes you believe. I know I got the Our locker room lady, Special K, she's just that kid from Paris, California. Who knows? The world is so her oyster. And, you know, I'm sure there are little kids watching LeBron last night. There were were little kids watching LeBron last night who said, I want to do that. I can do that. That legacy exceeded his lifetime. I I can totally make this happen in mine. It's so cool. And Charlotte, (laughs) I do have to ask because you're a Yankees fan. So I just, we talked about when Aaron Judge broke the home run the home run record and how remember the the anticipation leading up yep. for Aaron Judge's home run record like no matter what you were watching that was like in the corner they kept putting <laughs> away to all of his at bats I feel like the lead up has been less dramatic for this record and yes one that might be because I don't watch really as much NBA but Perhaps. two I know there have been like NBA all-time scoring trackers that have been around for months and maybe even years they've been around right. so people have been tracking this but I just felt like this moment was so much bigger like what Aaron Judge did was such an accomplishment right and is definitely something that's going to be really really hard for anyone to ever beat but it just felt like especially because I am a baseball fan and watching it like it was definitely really cool when he did that but I just feel like if I'm looking back on like top greatest sports moments ever this Mm -hmm. is without a doubt going to be up there for the rest of my life I just feel like what's going to surpass that right Serena Williams last match that also comes to mind that was an event right there there's there's going to be some and I mean we could debate which what are going to be in our top 10 but I don't know that Aaron Judge's home run record is going to be there for me because it was really cool but I almost feel like the cut-ins every single freaking at-bat watered it down a bit for me hyped overhyped it but I I really just feel like I I can't think of another record that left such will left such an impact on me personally which is just I don't know why I feel weird like why am I so impacted by this it's freaking cool because we are empath, we are we are empaths, so we feel the feelings of others around us. I agree, though. I don't think that Aaron Judge's accomplishment, although major, was as major as the LeBron accomplishment. Partly, probably because it was just an AL accomplishment, and it was a single season. When we talk about this LeBron record, we talk about all time, right. and everyone who's ever played the game, and also they really watered they watered it down. They totally did. <laughs> They really friggin' did. Right. It's like when you see too many previews for a movie and then you go 
see the actual movie, but you've yeah, watched like, the okay. trailer already. Like, you're kind of like, like I've oh, seen the movie. they showed <laughs> the funniest parts in the trailer. Like it wasn't actually that funny. But yeah. if you don't watch the trailer, sometimes it's funnier because right. you didn't already see the best jokes. Well, sometimes I'll watch a trailer and I will say to myself, I don't need to watch this. I just watched it. But I think, you know, so this LeBron thing is incredible. And I wonder if this is going to be his last season. I'm hearing whispers of fans, super fans on LeBron's Twitter, LeBron, the, the LeBron side of Twitter and the NBA side of Twitter that are saying maybe this is it for him because of the way his fans reacted. They were waiting for that. I would argue personally that everybody was so excited because he's about to make history. But other people, super fans, are saying he's going to, you know. Interesting. I've also heard whispers, though, that he's waiting to play with his son. And I think Bronny is not too far away. So I've also heard whispers that he's going to hang around just to have, like, one season where maybe he plays against his son kind of thing. Love that. so I don't know. That would also be pretty cool. I still think he has it in him, clearly, to, to stick around yeah. for a bit. He's I, also, Charlotte, I just realized that we haven't – it's been about a week since Tom Brady announced his retirement, and we <laughs> had already recorded our episode last week before that happened, so we didn't yes. get to discuss it. I did not think that Tom Brady was going to retire this season. I was, like, pretty much – like, no way is that the way he goes out with that loss against the Cowboys. He is a competitor. He is going to be back. We've seen it before. But now that he's retired, I've still seen people say, like, oh, he might be back. He might be back. I really do feel like it's the real deal for him this time. I think he's actually come to terms with it and said goodbye to that chapter in his life. It's been more than half of his life. And I think he's ready to move on to the next chapter. And, I mean, just absolutely kudos to him for an absolutely incredible career a career that may never be surpassed in terms of accomplishments like seven super bowl rings there is not a team in the nfl that has seven super bowl rings there is one single person in the entire history of national football league that has seven super bowl rings not even a single franchise like that is the craziest thing to me like he has just done so much for the sport it truly is the end of an era so i feel like we just had to had to give that its moment on this podcast because we would be remiss charlotte to use your phrase if we (laughs) if we did not at least give it a mention even though it's we've known about it for a week but we haven't talked about it in podcast time and and he's been retired for a week so maybe you know that's longer than it was last time so (laughs) Is it? Anyway. I think it was. I think it was a couple weeks. Maybe it was. I don't I know. Gave it like three weeks before he came <laughs> back. Yeah, I, 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 I do. I, I think he's done. I think, I think he's, he's done too. He's packing it up. I mean, we're definitely going to see him, but I, I really think. I don't know. I didn't think Tom Brady was going to retire, so maybe I'm wrong about LeBron. But I've I've also heard whispers that he wants to stick around for Bronny. So we'll, we'll see. We'll stick around and see. But in the meantime, we will retire to a commercial break, and Love we. It. Will- I'm out of retirement after in just 30 seconds, so (laughs) (laughs) it's just like Tom Brady. All right, this just in, my boyfriend Austin, friend of the show, just got back from his own basketball game in his his local league, and he said he was inspired by LeBron James, and he came down with 27 points tonight, (laughs) career high for his rec league for himself. And for that, we are all coming out of retirement. Right. Gotta gotta get some props. I mean, the LeBron hype is is spreading. It's real. It's a... LeBron hype is real. 
too. It is real. It is real. And thank you guys so much for waiting and hanging in um, as Austin puts up 27 points in that short break. Right. Um, for real. Before, 30 before seconds. It's pretty impressive. 30, I know. I mean, that's <laughs> talking about an all-time record. Maddie, before we get into Super Bowl stuff, because obviously that's the buzz this week, I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers, and I have no idea how Maddie has no has no idea that this is happening. We all know about Had Aaron Rodgers. I was celebrating my birthday, Charlotte. Yeah, she, she's off. She's <laughs> off the birthday high. Um, but I don't want you to miss this. This is amazing. What is happening? So we all know Aaron Rodgers went on his ayahuasca journey and he's getting very Mm -hmm. spiritual and all these things. And everybody has opinions, whatever. (laughs) The facts are the facts. He's into this lifestyle. So now in the off season, he is going to, he's shooting down questions of retirement and he's saying, I am going into a four day retreat. We don't know where, (laughs) but it it is going to be a darkness isolation retreat where he'll spend four days by himself in the pitch black Oh, to reflect, he said on the Pat McAfee show that there will be a little slot for um, people to put food in. So he'll eat. He's not going to starve. And there will be a bathroom, no lights, no one in there, no interactions with humans. And he said that sometimes what can happen uh, will it will be hallucinations. So perhaps he'll have a couple stories to share after uh, you can leave at any time. You can walk out the door if you want. But I think that he is the type of committed person who will do those four days in darkness isolation. But how in, I don't want to go into my mind like that. I don't want to know what's working. In there. So if I'm in four days of ice, I'm afraid of the dark. I got to leave the TV on at night. I'm speechless right now, Charlotte. Could you do it? Could you do four days in isolation in darkness? I have ADHD. There's too many thoughts going on <laughs> in this head, like on a regular day. I don't know if I can, if I could just be alone with my thoughts. Is it 96 hours? Ew, I don't like that when you say it like that. <laughs> it's worse. I don't, it's I don't know worse. if I could do it, but props no. to him. I, I wonder. Uh, no. Good luck. No, I. That's like, that's one of those things where, you know, people come back from abroad in college and they're like, abroad changes you. Yeah, like, and they have an accent. Like, <laughs> I think we talked about, I think we literally said that like Aaron Rodgers seems like he'd be that guy. He definitely is going to come back from this and be like, you know, the darkness changed me. Like, yes. if he does decide to retire, he's going to be like, well, just really oh, have to, to reflect and look back on my career. And I feel like, really feel like, man, I've been, I, you know, this is the best thing for me right now is just to move forward and, and, and <laughs> go into a broadcasting role and, and just oh, yeah. move on to the next chapter of life and crazy. Really find my inner peace and, and be at center myself. Honestly, I love, love, love for him. Like, I hope he really does find whatever he's I looking will. for. Interesting. I'd love to, like, mm-hmm. hear his account of how this goes whenever he gets back. Um, Very cool, right? A little, I would be a little scared, I think, going into oh my it. God, I would be horrified. It's very Gandhi of him, you know? Yes. I feel like this is something that I probably uh, would have you know seen a quote on good quotes and it's it's attributed to gandhi and it's like whenever he <laughs> was having this this 96 hour period of darkness and isolation he discovered this and and like the secret to life and i mean one of those things that you read about someone doing yeah. and you're like that is incredible amazing couldn't be me so cool though yeah <laughs> that's how i and feel about it i'm not really into the ayahuasca thing <laughs> but I'm not going to tell someone how to live their lives. But the darkness thing seems like good, clean fun. And 
I'm here for it. So I wouldn't do it, but all power to you. I'll honestly have what he's having because if he is a man who can go and sit in a dark room by himself <laughs> for four days, that was my parents' dream when I was growing up. Just sit in the dark room and stop talking. Here we are now. Anyway, with yourself. <laughs> my brothers used to pick me up and I was so afraid of the dark. They would pick me up and bring me into a room, like another room in the house, close the door, clo- close off the lights and then leave me alone. And I'd scream and cry. <laughs> I couldn't do it. So, so Shiloh had a trial run and she failed. <laughs> yes, I did. And I was like six when it was happening. So maybe I can do it now. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, who knows? Yeah. I, I mean, who knows? Who knows? So best of luck to Aaron on his journey. Let's see. I'd love to see what he discovers. That's so interesting, Charlotte. Thank you for enlightening me. I don't know how (laughs) I missed that. Enlightening, yeah. It's almost like I've been living in a dark room for four (laughs) days and missed this whole news cycle. I don't know. I hope he does it after the Super Bowl because, I mean, time's the ticking, buddy. We got a couple days here. (laughs) Countdown continues. And I also want to shout out to Maddie for that wonderful Aaron Rodgers impression. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't think it was, I don't think it was my best. I think I've done it better in the past. You definitely do better, but that I was pretty good. <laughs> only up from here. Only up from here. A couple days in the dark room would do you really good. <laughs> anyway, guys, Super Bowl Sunday is in our presence. Uh, it should be a national holiday. Great holiday, Charlotte. Yes. We are all very excited. So this is the only time, Maddie, of life that I'm excited that I have an unconventional kind of different job it's not your monday through friday nine through five because i do work from home on monday and it's usually we usually celebrate victory mondays after a long weekend so i'm finally of the chill monday vibe and that is great on super bowl sunday incredible we love that we love that speaking of your work we talked about this a little bit on our production call that you have a different watching experience so i did Talk, tell us a little bit about how you usually watch the games and how you're going to be watching the Super Bowl this year, Charlotte. So, yeah, we got into this on the topic of where to watch a football game and is it fun to watch them in a bar? Mm-hmm. I obviously have spent met much of my life watching the NFL before I started working at CBS. But now my whole perspective has changed. I understand why we do many monitors and have multiple games going at the same time. At work, it's just everything's right there. If it's a CBS game, you have all the different angles, you have everything. And I cannot, it's hard for me to watch. I, I can't imagine watching Sunday Sunday football at home without all of that and all the noise. You know, just you have the research in the ear. And they're saying, oh, this thing, this is this guy's this thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, whatever, do you do your work? And when I watched the Giants game against the Vikings in a bar, I had the privilege of going and watching with my friends in a bar setting. And I hated it. I loved the camaraderie, being around friends. That was all great. But the viewing experience was very subpar. Mm -hmm. I didn't love it. I would not want to watch the Super Bowl there. So we are doing it from home. Maddie, what are your thoughts on this matter, this very important matter? Right. So sometimes sometimes the, the time is right, the game is right, it makes sense to watch something in a bar. For example, I, went, I watched a Steelers-Browns game at a Browns-Backers bar, and the Steelers that's, won, and the energy fun. was electric. It was very fun. You know, if you're watching with people that are all fans of your same team or maybe all rivals, I mean, it could be fun. <laughs> there are definitely times where a bar is the place to watch. Especially maybe early in the season when you want to watch all the TVs and 
Or if your team has a bye week and you want to go and watch all the other games at a bar, that's kind of fun too. There's definitely like time and a place to go to the bar. There's also for the Super Bowl. I mean, I've I've done the bar for the Super Bowl. Actually, I'm twenty first birthday. I watched I watched the Philly special. That's right. I think I watched it at Green Street Cafe in Coral Gables. Oh my god, that was your on my twenty first birthday. Yes, the Philly special. Oh my god, funny. I watched it at the SAE frat house. That's hilarious. Incredible. It was Perry, and Perry was a big Eagles fan. (laughs) Incredible, (laughs) incredible. Well, hopefully the Eagles don't win this time. Sorry, Perry. No, sorry. Sorry to all the Eagles fans. Mm. So I watched it in the bar. I think I also watched it at Yard House one year. I've done the Super Bowl party thing, you know. So, uh, you know, those are kind of – it's bar, Super Bowl party, by yourself. Here's why I think by yourself is the superior option for the Super Bowl. One – this year especially, because neither of our teams are in the Super Bowl. I think if my team right. was in the Super Bowl, maybe it'd be fun to watch it with fans of my team also, but like not yes. random fans. It has to be people that are also rooting for the Steelers. Right, right. Here's why I think watching at home is a superior option for this year's Super Bowl. You want to be a sponge during the Super Bowl. You want to be able to absorb all of the elements of the game. You want to play our locker room ladies Super Bowl drinking game that we're going to release this weekend. Look out for that on social. You want to be able to pay attention to the bingo cards on on your drinking game. You want to be able to hear the fun facts that the production crews and the the broadcasting team have spent all week putting together for Mm -hmm. the game. You want to hear the side stories that they throw in. You want to see the halftime show. We have Rihanna, an absolute oh icon. God. I don't think I've ever been this excited for a Super Bowl halftime show. Maybe Bruno Mars, because I was a big Bruno Mars fan back in the Ooh. day. Tom McCartney was a good one, too. There, I'm very excited for Rihanna. So, yes. plus the commercials. I mean, we're also in the day and age where, like, when we were growing up, we saw a lot of commercials. But now I think the only time I ever see commercials is during live sporting events, because everything yes. else I like, kind of just stream. So... You got to get the full package. And if you're at a bar, you're going to miss out on one of those elements. Totally. And if you're at a party, you're going to miss out on one of those elements because people are going to be talking. There's just too much going on. You can control the snacks. You can control the drinks. Exactly. You can control if you're frustrated, if, if the team you are not rooting for is winning, or if it's an ugly game, you can go to bed. There, It's just controlled environment. I think watching it at home Absolutely. is the place to do it this year, Charlotte. I totally agree. And I totally understand the casual fan who wants to watch it at the bar. And don't get me wrong. It's fun to watch with your friends. But the bar situation, watching that Giants game, I was thinking, damn, like I wish I could see a camera everywhere. <laughs> and I just I don't want to be listening to this person in my ear talking about their opinion i just i just don't want this right now let me zen out let me watch it in the dark isolation room with aaron Rodgers. i'd be that's a great idea (laughs) that's really source of light is a super bowl game yes perfect (laughs) i will say the only superior option to watching it at home charlotte watching it at the game well, duh. Watching that game, if you're actually there, if you're like Miss Donna Kelsey, who is the Ooh. talk of the town, she is going to have the absolute best seat in the house, or at least she better. I mean, the NFL better hook her up. And also, oh, let's I'm see sure which one of her sons gets her the seats, because I, I, maybe that'll swing her her allegiance for, for the game. Yes. But I mean, Ooh, yes. talk about someone who's going to be watching it 
at the stadium. Donna Kelsey has a son on each team. She's got Travis, pro bowler, tight end on the Kansas City Chiefs. And she's got Jason, pro bowl offensive lineman on the Eagles. So this is the best of both worlds, but also... I'm sure it has to be a little tough because one of them is going to be disappointed at the end of the night. But she's said in interviews that she will not say who she's rooting for. She's just going to be rooting for the offense and she wants it to be the highest <laughs> scoring Super Bowl ever because both of her sons play offense. So they're not actually going to be on the field at the same time. Unless unless one of the teams does something pretty wild, maybe. Who knows? Stranger but, things have happened. <laughs> right. But the other cool thing about that is that her, her sons will... One of her sons, with the exception of special teams, will pretty much always be on the field. So, she has the best experience. <laughs> here. She can take a bathroom break. I mean, she's going to be zoned in. She can't take a bathroom break. And who wants to take a bathroom break during the halftime show? No, Mama Chelsea's not drinking anything. Zoned. No, no, no. You're so she, right now you're funny. She's so, so zoned nice. in. She cannot take her eyes off this game because, I mean – she just the cool thing about that is, I mean, we've seen all the jokes and the interviews where they're trying to yep. see it's just, you know the Peyton and Eli, it's like the Peyton and Eli commercial where like mom calls Peyton. It's it's just funny, you know, like yeah. brotherly rivalry. But at the end of the day, she grew up driving these kids to football practice, watching them work their asses off to one day maybe have a chance to play in the NFL. Every kid who plays a sport's dream is to eventually win the championship all time professionally in that sport. And now she has both of her sons doing that together in the same game. I mean, the dream chills. The only thing I can think of, the only thing I can think of is the Harbaugh family back when the Ravens versus the 49ers. So true. uh, True. Yeah. The only other like, Thing I, I can think of in recent two history. people who are at the pinnacle of their career and yes and you know it's funny because I've, I'm very entertained by the back and forth between is she rooting for Jason is she rooting for Travis and there's a lot on there about oh Jason has provided the grandchildren Travis <laughs> hasn't but Travis has something that Jason does not have Ooh, okay. and I'm familiar with this as well he is the baby and oh. the baby there is a soft spot. Mom and dad, I know you will never admit it, but there is a soft spot for every baby in the family. You're never you're always going to be a baby no matter how old you are. And mm-hmm. mom and dad have the soft spot. So wait, are there only two of them or do they have more siblings? I don't know. Let's give it a good Google and let's see. No, I think it's just the two of them. Hmm. Because I'm in a two-person, two-child family, and I'm going to counter Ooh, so that with different. I'm okay. going to counter that with you. The first child is the child that made them parents and gave them the gift of parenthood, mm. of knowing what it's like to have a child and introduce them to the world of parenting. So I'm going to I'm right. going to counter that You're with right. maybe you don't know. Maybe in that family, I like to think I'm the favorite. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, my mom and, you know, I said this to her the other day and we were talking about, you know, who's the favorite, the age old question. And she always says, I love all of you 100%. And I just think that's impossible. And until (laughs) the mother, I will never understand. But hopefully I can be a mom like my own, like Maddie's and like Donna Kelsey, because they are super mom, mom to all. I love that. She's doing it right. And I, 
that is definitely gonna uh, there's definitely gonna be a drinking game question related to donna kelsey look out for it we haven't finished our game yet so so we don't know what that's gonna be yet but look out for that for sure because that'll definitely be on there speaking of another woman of the hour during super bowl night gotta talk about rihanna charlotte maddie i'm so excited not only like this is crazy this is I don't know if this is a social media driven excitement. We have this special advantage. We were talking about this on our pre-call of the casual fan, even up to people in the organization. We have this inside look that we can watch these guys on our couch at practice doing fun little bits. That's something we've never really experienced before. And I don't really even feel like we experienced it as much as we are this year, last year. Um, And I think it's very unique. So perhaps the Rihanna excitement is social media driven or perhaps everyone is on board (laughs) because all the players are talking about their favorite Rihanna song, what they want to hear. Everyone's into this. I, I think it's in? both. Oh, I'm so in. But I also think it's it's more instant than it's ever been, Charlotte. I mean, yes. growing up, we grew up like as social media kind of yes. was born. Like we were what middle school around yeah. when like Twitter came out or Facebook elementary was school. Out. Yeah, yeah. Like we grew up with social media, kind of. Like we, we had our childhood without it, but then like right. we had right. it before we were adults. So we there would be stuff like uploaded to YouTube maybe after the fact, but if you missed the post game press right. conference or like a part of it, you weren't necessarily going to be talking it. about it at school the next day with everyone if you didn't if you fell asleep for the post game press conference. But now Great it's point. like yeah. literally instantly, like minutes after it comes out of Patrick Mahomes' mouth, it is on my phone with closed captioning on TikTok and I'm sending it to you, Charlotte. Like it's so crazy how instant everything is. So it really keeps us super connected and super zoned in and all eyes are on the prize. All eyes are on the Super Bowl. All eyes are on the halftime show. I'm so excited for this halftime show and the hype around it is so real. Like everyone's been talking about this halftime show. I'm so excited. She hasn't hasn't done much in the last couple of years. So, I mean, she went and became a mother of her, you know, own. And uh, don't say she hasn't done much, Charlotte. (laughs) Well, she hasn't done much. You did it. (laughs) I do. She she has the Black Panther song. Are you kidding me? Charlotte, but we've had a severe on Riri. I, you know, Maddie, I stand corrected. I do respect <laughs> Riri, uh, but I feel like she hasn't really been as prevalent in the music world as she once was. And my question for you, we have to all remember all the Rihanna songs that were so popular because everybody knows a Rihanna song or two, at least. Now, my question for Maddie is, what do you think that first note is going to be. What do you think the first song that she's going to come out with is going to be? People are gambling on this. Oh, I have no idea. Like, There's do you think it's so going to be an SNL? I thought, I thought you were going to ask me what my favorite Rihanna song was, and I was ready well, to go. I was ready to fire it well, off. Maybe, maybe that's the answer. <laughs> maybe that is your answer. Let's see. No, my, my favorite one is not going to be the one she does. What's your favorite one? Bow. Oh, that's a good one. I love yeah. Rihanna on the ballad. Yeah, she's great she just, on a ballad. She, she's so versatile. Like her, her yes. she can do it all. But I mean, I think she's definitely going to do 
Lift Me Up. Is that what it's called? The Black Panther song? I think she'll definitely do. You think she's going to do it? I think she'll do like part of it. I don't think she's going to do it. So I don't know. It wasn't until I just said that that maybe I could see it because there's so much hype around Lift Me Up right now. I could maybe see her starting with just like a snippet of Lift Me Up. How does it start? I don't know if she would start with the beginning, but I could definitely just hear her like echoey, like because it's going to be quiet before she starts. Yes. Like the lift me up, like and it's just like silent. I think that could be really cool and powerful. Mm, I yeah. could see her starting with that, maybe, and then maybe she would end with like a more throwback hit. But she has so many hits. Rihanna's one of those artists where you go back on her discography and you can't even just name them. All. You can't rattle them all. Right. You'll hear a song. There's so oh many. Gosh, this is her too. This is a hit too. Yeah, like she has it. Her voice so is in this. Many. Yeah, yeah. So yes. I don't know. What For do you example, think is the first one gonna be? And now that I think of it, and because you just said that, I'm thinking it's not actually her song. It's a Kanye West song, and he's kind of controversial right now. So I don't know if she'd start with this, but all of the lights, she starts mm. in like, all of the lights in here, like, turn up the lights in here. Mm. And I could see that being a way to start. She also has four but, or five seconds. Yes. I think of her. Okay. But the reason I asked you this was because I saw a TikTok and it was from a gentleman who has predicted successfully the first song for seven of the last eight Super Bowls. And he okay. said there are three criteria. It ha- It's never a new song. The exception was Justin Timberlake. It's never a new song. It's never... I forget what the other two were. <laughs> but point being, his prediction is... The song will be, oh my God, it's, I'm literally drawing a blank, but I have it up right here. It's a song that everyone has to know. His prediction was it'll be, please don't stop the music. Oh, that's a good prediction. Oh. And that's one where you, like, I wouldn't have off the top of my head. I'm thinking of, I'm like going through my category of my catalog of Rihanna songs in my brain. And that I, one yes, was not but, one that, that jumped about off. that song, right? Do you think she we'll also, get Cheers to we'll, the freaking weekend. Oh, do you think she we'll has get, umbrella? Do you think we'll get Ponde replay? Ooh, the throwback of all throwbacks for Rihanna. Ooh, the one that put her on the map. That's a good one. Oh, I could see that. Or Ponde replay. I am Ponde replay. Or um. Oh, damn. This is going to be a good one. And I haven't been this so excited. excited. Like, and, and you know what? Even if she doesn't do any of the songs you just mentioned, like, it's going to be amazing. I, I'm just so excited. Yeah. No matter what she does, it's going to be done well because she's Rihanna. I, I'm so she's excited Rihanna. for it, Charlotte. I cannot wait. I, I can't wait. wait. I can't and, wait. And I'm almost more excited for her performance than I am for the actual <laughs> oh game. And some of the players are seeing that too, right? This is going to be iconic. I'm so excited. Charlotte, to wrap it up, who you got? Who's taking it home? Who's winning? I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to take it home. I really... I think so, too. I'm hoping I that really so much. Was, I, I Maybe it's wishful thinking, but I really thought that the Eagles would do it, but I want to say the Chiefs because I, I, I think that they that might that do feeling. it. I just feel yeah. like Patrick Mahomes has that spark, and I think <sighs> that... He does. I think they're there. I think. I think also the magic between Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey just never ceases to amaze me. And never. I just think, I think it's going to be close, and I think it's going to be an awesome game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Oh, I'm I so excited. A lot of I, I really, I'm, I'm very excited for the Super Bowl. And, and 
a few weeks ago, I was saying, you know, like, oh, this is just going to be rough because I, I have this bet on the line. And, and I just, oh, I, I, I was like struggling with, with the last couple of teams that were alive. And, and now I'm just, I'm excited. You know what, whatever happens, I'm ready to cough up the cash if I lose my bet. And oh, Charlotte, I didn't even say this. I'm wearing, the reason I'm wearing this sweatshirt, I'm for those of you that are listening at home and you can't see what I'm wearing, I'm wearing a sweatshirt with a French bulldog on it. And if you look closely, Charlotte, it says bougie because this is Juju oh, Smith yeah. dog. And I bought you this sweatshirt whenever he played in Pittsburgh because I love myself some bougie. And I'm wearing I this as it. a tribute to Juju Smith-Schuster on his new team, the Kansas City Chiefs, hopefully bringing them a bit of luck and showing my support for the Chiefs. There you go. Appearance. And with that, Charlotte, we will sign off and we'll see what happens next week. Oh my goodness.